very first VHS that I got was uh, the Adam West Batman movie. I still have oh, it. Nice. I still have all of the VHS Batman films. They're just in a fucking box in my room. Uh, I mean, that that was the first thing that really set me into the whole world of comic books. Like, I grew up... My phone just made a noise. I apologize. I'm going to mute noobs. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... As you can see, got, I, I was like molded by Batman. And I think, I think that's how like a lot of kids were. You get molded yeah. by one character and then you just kind of figure it out. I've got, I mean, dude, look at this. I got the Adam West Batmobile here. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like, I've got a bunch of Batman cars here. I've got. The Batman statue. I do have a Batarang that I just realized was, like, in my storage. It's, uh, from the Batman Arkham Asylum game. It's, like, oh yeah, this big. It's on, like, a tiny stand, and then it just goes out. It's pretty fucking cool. But, um, I mean, Batman was the first, man. And then I just kind of, uh, as you see behind me, I just kind of evolved into my own nerd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about you? you? How did you start? How did you get started on the journey of superheroes? Man, it's been an interesting journey. I'll say that. Like, I, I grew up in an era where, you know, anime, cartoons, you know, we, you were kind of the weird kid if you watched a lot of anime, right? Uh-huh. Or if you, or if you, you know, you leaned more towards the superhero-esque characters, you know, you. Right. You went to school with, you know, uh, a Batman shirt or something, and we're like, oh, that's weird kid at school. Well, like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> I was and, that weird know, kid. Exactly. You know, and I, I learned at a young age that I really didn't care what people thought. <laughs> but I I had to say anime is really got what got me started. But then the comics were right there. I, I was always reading comics. I was always going to stores picking up a comic and reading it it didn't matter what it was there was no specific to it i so, just loved re reading about the adventures of all these characters so what anime did you get started with then oh man like old school dragon ball like not dragon okay. ball Z, but dragon ball like, so like what most people close to our yeah, age like, got started on like death note dragon ball z uh yep I don't know if you would classify Pokemon as an anime, but Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would consider that. I mean, like, it's, it's also animation, a cartoon, but yeah, I mean, it depends on who you ask, really. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we all watch Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, all oh, that fuck, stuff. Yeah, I'd lean towards those being more of the, the like the cartoon esque. But as far yeah. as like, the comics goes, it was literally just being a kid, picking <clears throat> up a book and reading, <clears throat> you know, what these characters can do. Oh, hundred percent adventures entail and they didn't always win mm -hmm. you know the, the end of the comic wasn't always like you know rainbows and roses right so and it, it was I, always I, nice with that too like getting yeah, into I, the aspect of what these heroes can do escaping your reality for just a couple hours even if even a couple minutes reading one yeah. comic book and just living the life of batman or living the life of thor for mm -hmm. 32 pages of awesomeness yeah, and, and that is our concept with this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Step out of reality, 
and into your hero or villain. 100%. You know, some people associate with the villains as well. We have no, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. We know a couple villains, but we also know <laughs> yeah. some true heroes. You know Very what I mean? So. Yeah. There's heroes come in all shapes and sizes too. That's the crazy thing, man. Like heroes are not just like the guys behind me or the guy behind you. It's yep. a hero could be the Ninja Turtles. It could be fucking, it could be an anime character. So it's not just going to yeah. be like DC and Marvel. It's going to be everything that I mean, we decide to talk about. I mean, anime, I'm not real big into anime. I don't know much about it. Like I know Death Note, Soul Leader. Right. I, I know like certain ones that I thought were cool. So I read about them or I watched the animes on them. Yeah. But like, I've never watched an episode of Dragon Ball. I yeah. never watched Naruto. Well, I mean, I've watched episodes of Naruto, but I, but I never, like, got into Naruto. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, it's not just going to be DC and Marvel. It's going to be it's everything. Extension. Yeah. We want to we wanna talk about that extension. We want to take you out of reality. You know, if you're having a bad day, we want you to come listen to us shoot the shit about anything other 100%. than reality. 100%. Fuck reality. It is what it is. Reality yeah, fucking reality sucks, sucks dude. Especially <laughs> now, man. Like, th this is the perfect time to escape. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to talk about everything from TV shows to movies to comic books. Uh, one of the plans that Doug and I had talked about was we're going to take the holy Bibles of the comic book worlds. We both have them. These bad boys... We're going to take these and we're going to do mashups. Yeah. So we're, we're going to do A to Z mashups. So like one day it'll be like Aquaman versus Ant-Man. Obviously there's going to be some where we're like, mm, there's no question. This one, this, there's no question here. Let's <laughs> move on to the next. I've never even heard of this guy, but we're, we're just going to fight <laughs> it out. What was it? Morph Ryan was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Morph. That yeah. he's like, Oh God, he he's like the the stupid, the like poor man's version of Mystique. Like he's got the shape shifting abilities, but he's fucking useless. <laughs> yeah. So. When when he told us about that, I was like, "There's a character that exists and just serves no purpose in life. <laughs> like Morph is useless, bro." <laughs> it's crazy. It, it, you know, it's funny. So. We we grew up, and I say this because we really did. We grew up with a lot of cartoons that had to do with mm -hmm. Marvel. Oh hell and yeah, DC. Um, and so we always saw the 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 typical iconic characters, right? Yeah. But there are so many that people have never heard of or even know about. It's that's, unreal. That's what we want to introduce you all to this is what we do <laughs> exactly we don't even know all of the characters so there's going to be some characters that we open up and we turn to and we're just like who the fuck is that mm -hmm. like, i've never heard of this guy a day in my life and that's what we want to do we want to we want to bring knowledge of characters that we already know and love but we also want to bring the knowledge to characters that no one, including ourselves, has ever heard of, or we know very little about. So I think this is going to be a little, a little distraction from what's going on in the real world, but it's also going to be a lot of fun for not only us, but hopefully for you guys. 
to uh to learn what we're really into because yep. it's a lot <laughs> it's a and lot we want your opinions as well oh, if you 100%. have a character that you enjoy let us know exactly you know, it, it, and it's not limited to marvel or dc right you know we're we're gonna dig as deep as to like spawn if there's any anime characters spawn is so cool i love spawn i <laughs> love spawn so much i need a modern spawn movie I, they, they were talking about it for like the yeah. longest time and then it just like they were gonna do it as more of a horror as opposed yeah. to just like a superhero that is not associated with dc or marvel mm -hmm. they, it was gonna be like more of a horror film yeah which i mean the violator that's a pretty terrifying I mean, character yeah that's kind of a character <laughs> you look at and you're like really that's what yeah we you're do. like what the fuck is that like that's terrifying. I mean, Spawn's yep. badass, though, man. And not a lot of... I, I've asked multiple people if they knew who Spawn was. Given the fact that Spawn is actually, if I'm not mistaken, one of the first films to ever, like, superhero films to come out. And it is the first mm, uh, superhero film so. for a black superhero. Yes. Michael J. White is the first black man yep. to play a superhero on screen, which is fucking awesome. He's a great yeah, actor. He's amazing. Too. Yeah. He was a bronze tiger in Arrow, like all throughout the Arrow show as well. So he's been around the block. And then you got fucking Shaquille O'Neal. He played Steel. Steel. Yeah. <laughs> the movie itself was a bit questionable. <laughs> oh, dude, that movie. It was one of those ones where, like, it's too bad. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. I couldn't yeah. watch that movie, bro. <laughs> but what we also want to talk about the new movies that are in theaters, and we got to figure out a way to... Um, I, I feel like with, with the new movies, the new Marvel movies, DC movies, even the TV shows for both respective brands, um, yep. I feel like we could do a little bit of talking about it non-spoiler like but then we could also do like a spoiler section but we we just got to give a heavy warning we, yeah. we gotta say hey there's there are spoilers from this point until we end the conversation about the film or the show or whatever yep you know i mean yep. i feel like that that could work and we could put like a spoiler like, yeah, like, <laughs> nee, 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 spoilers, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, and obviously, if you're listening to this right now or watching this right now, this is not live. Yeah. So, yeah. We will maybe look forward to live broadcasts in the future as well. Yes. Don't know yet. Yeah. We don't we're, know. we're thinking That's about it. Guys. Yeah. It really is up to you guys. I mean, we want to do the pre-recorded stuff just to get all the kinks out of the way i mean i'm probably just gonna post this shit unedited so there's gonna be a bunch of stupid shit said <laughs> so you'll you'll have to send me your version because, yeah because you know i may or may not have forgot to hit record for the first like <laughs> how do you forget to hit record bro because normally i hit stream I that's hit true record, so that's true I'm Luckily, uh, you've probably been recording for 20 and I've been recording for 10. So. Uh, yeah, I've been, it's been almost 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to need that. All right, I got you. But yeah, right. man, I mean, 
there's so many things coming out. There's so many things coming out that we could talk about, dude. I mean, Miss Marvel, I think the first couple episodes already came out. Did they really? I, I believe so, yeah. I, yeah, Ooh, let's let's do a fact it's the check on of that. The internet. Yeah. Get a little fact check going on here. Open up Mrs. Chrome. Marvel television series. I'm pretty sure it did, right? Uh, premiere is June 8th. Uh, oh, shit. What so the it fuck? is not out yet. We still got another two oh. weeks. Okay. I mean, there, dude, there's so much cool shit coming out, though. I mean, we got Miss Marvel coming out. We got uh, She-Hulk. I'm excited for She-Hulk, dude. They changed. They fixed the uh, the CGI fuck-up. CG, yep. yep. <laughs> but, uh... So... Have you ever, do you know much about She-Hulk? Um, not really. I know that she is Bruce Banner's cousin, and right. she was, like, sick. And he... That's really bright. Like, that's, that's basically all I know about She-Hulk, which is crazy, because I've I've known about, like, who the character of She-Hulk was, and like, since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Right. But I've never actually... This will be the first time we've seen her, you know... Mm -hmm. pretty much live action like not necessarily um like cartoon but right i think i'm the, completely spacing right now the one show that i can't wait to come back is daredevil bro daredevil i saw that they were bringing it back again it's it's such a good show charlie cox fucking nails it as matt murdoch i mean yeah, i it's, think he you know, there's, it's very often, or not very often, not very often, where we see an actor cast in these, these roles, mm -hmm. and we see a perfect casting. You know oh, 100%. I mean? 100%. And Charlie Cox as Daredevil, I think, is probably one of the better castings oh. that they've done. Fuck in yeah, he is. He's fucking time. incredible. I mean, John Bernthal's really good as the Punisher, though, man. I I, I think they're he if he is not Punisher from now on, I probably won't ever watch it again. <laughs> I I was, I'll be honest. When he was first cast as the Punisher, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I can see it, but he's not built like the comic book Punisher. You know, no. I mean, the, no. The comic, I mean, the comic book, book Punisher, Punisher is kind of over-exaggerated. He, yeah, he, he's like peak physical condition. He's a big motherfucker in the comic books. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Ray Stevenson was really good as the Punisher. I thought he he fit the, uh, the description of the character a lot better in the comic books. You know, he was stocky. He was shaped like a block. He had the haircut. It was just a slick back. You know what I mean? He, he fit the role of the character pretty well. The character I didn't like as the Punisher was Thomas Jane. And I know a lot no, of people and, liked and, him. Yeah, that is a... Um, that's an overall. Um, I think that was for their... I think that was pretty much their first casting for Punisher, correct? Mm -hmm. No, um, no, no, no. Dolph Lundgren was the very first Punisher oh, in like the right. 80s. I forgot about that. See... That's like, you know, Captain America has been around in film or like on screen since like the 80s as well. Mm -hmm. There was a full event, dude. Have you ever seen the, have you ever seen the Iron Man suit from like the 80s Avengers show? Uh, no, <laughs> but I'm going to look it up. Terrible. Do it. 
Oh my god. Is that what Captain America looked like? Yes. <laughs> are you are you here, I'll I'll look it up too, cause <laughs> Oh god damn. It is <laughs> It is terrible. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy. I mean <laughs> This dude <laughs> He's wearing a motorcycle helmet, bro. <laughs> oh fuck. It's yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. I'm pretty sure that was when like Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm gonna. I want to see it, Iron Man. Yeah, just wait. It gets oh. better. Oh, hold on. It may not show him. Hold on, I'm trying to. 1978 TV show. Oh yeah, there it is. So 1978. Okay. Is when it was. Yeah, 1978 Iron Man. There you go. Oh my. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never seen this, hold on. I gotta. I gotta. I don't know. You could probably do it faster than I can. Yep, I got it pulled up. <laughs> you have to show them this. I am. Yo. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I mean, come on. Did they even try? Oh, here we Did go. You read any comics? There's a perfect one, but it's blurry as dick. Why is it blurry? It shows it's all the. So it shows all the characters. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the actors and actresses that played them. <laughs> the motorcycle helmet, Steve Rogers, cracks me up. <laughs> oh my god, that is wild. I can't get over the fact that uh, Iron Man just looks like a trash can. Yeah. He looks like a mall trash can. If uh, he really does, bro, he looks like a mall trash can fucked a robot. <laughs> That's what he looks like, bro. Uh, what the uh, fuck? Uh. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. What else is coming out? Um. Well, you've got. So I had She-Hulk pulled up, but it's very bright and I was trying to change my settings and apparently I'm stupid. I can't figure out how to change my display. That's anyway, okay. Um, let's find out. Hey, I need you to work. How about that? Marvel shows and movies to come. Oh, Thor comes out in like a couple days, doesn't it? Um, it, it, it's fairly soon. I know it comes out in June. We got oh, is it June? we got Miss Marvel coming out on June 8th. Love and Thunder. Oh, no. Love and Thunder is July 8th. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. She-Hulk is August 17th. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is November 11th. I'm okay. So I'm super curious of what they're doing with that. I mean, more power to him. You know, we lost um, Chadwick. Yeah but I don't know what they're going to be doing. Honestly, bro, I'm uh I'm kind of upset that they're even making a second one. 
Yeah, I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. Although, th there's two things that they should have did with Black Panther after Chadwick Boseman's death. They should have scrapped the second film and just kept the living legacy of Chadwick Boseman through the couple of movies that he was in. Right? Right. Or they should have recast him with somebody that looks almost exactly like him. Or the more expensive route, they could have digitally recreated him like they did Carrie Fisher in the most recent Star Wars films. Yeah, and I mean... You know, I mean, they did it with Paul Walker too. Right? Yeah. So, but they they used his brother know. as the mm -hmm. uh, as the body actor, and then they digitally put Paul Walker's face on his brother. So, I mean, they could have just done that with Chadwick Boseman. It wouldn't have been the same, but I mean, we could have seen Chadwick in the future. You know what I mean? We could have seen him post mortem. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it's one of those things where maybe you just sh should have let it die there. You know, figuratively, figuratively speaking, speaking, good lord. Yeah, I feel um, like they should have just like, or if they did come out with a second film, like, you know, just like talk about the fact that T'Challa was defeated in battle and passed on. You know, like keep, I mean, keep. They, they could have spun it a couple of different ways, but I, I'm just curious to see. I think they've mentioned, uh, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. No, there's another one. I can't remember his name. Oh, the guy that plays, um, M'Baku. M'Baku. so. Yeah, that dude. Winston Duke. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, Winston Duke. I mean, he'd mention that he would like take it, take it up, but I don't, I, I don't know. I can see that happening, but it just wouldn't be the same. You know, nobody is going to be able to fulfill the Black Panther role the same way that Chadwick Boseman did. You know what I mean? You, you could no. put, you could put Letitia White who plays Sherry. You could mm -hmm. make her Black Panther. You could put Winston Duke who plays M'Baku into the armor of Black Panther. But at the end of the day. It's never going to be the same. It'll no. never be the same with knowing the fact that the person behind the mask is not Chadwick Boseman. No, and I mean, we just have to deal with that, so. Yeah. Um, but here, how about this? Why don't we talk about what our thoughts are for the new Thor, since that seems that's going to be the newest one coming up, right? Uh, for Love and Thunder? Yeah. That's the one uh, that the Guardians of the Galaxy are in, right? Yes. I'm excited. I'm, I'm very excited. to see how they spin Jane. Right? So, are you familiar with her background, her story? Well, I know that she was suffering from cancer. And I know... I can't remember if did she die and then got brought um, back or eventually. Okay. But not like not right off the bat. Like she held the um, title of Thor because right. Our Thor that we're experiencing now becomes Odinson. Mm -hmm. And 
she then takes up the mantle of Thor because she now has Mjolnir. I don't know how she's going to get it this time because obviously if you've seen the movies, semi-spoiler, I don't think so, shouldn't be. Um, it was destroyed by Hela, right? Yeah. So in the trailer, you can kind of see, it's like pieced together. Right. right. Um, like it doesn't look as know. strong as it was. Like it, uh, yeah, it looks broken. I mean, it necessarily, yeah, it looks like it's still broken, but it's being held together by the Uru magic mm -hmm. and the Uru uh, metal, obviously. Yeah. But I'm curious to see. I, I'm curious to see all those characters together mm -hmm. because there were a lot of characters that were teased in that as well. Right. We have not seen like Lady Death, the Living Tribunal, um, the Watcher. Like there's so many in there that were like, oh. Now, like you, you've kind of got this whole almost in-game scenario of characters right. that we haven't seen on screen yet. Granted, mm -hmm. they were just statues, right? Right. But obviously, they they exist in this MCU, mm -hmm. or they wouldn't be there, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm excited to see those characters come right. to life. Like again, we we grew up with these characters reading and seeing them action, you mm -hmm. know, in comics. So to see them come alive on live screen, I'm, I'm excited. Right. See, I know Lady Death from Deadpool. Yeah, so Lady Death has a very wide story because um, she's also Thanos' lover. Mm -hmm. And then Deadpool's oh. lover. Yeah, she kind of hops around. <laughs> she, she's a hoe. She Wait, are we allowed to say that? I, I don't know. <laughs> We're not editing that out. No, that's staying in. <laughs> Lady Death is the hoe of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> well, so uh, Mystique's kind of a hoe, too. She's got kids with, like, everybody. It's, I mean, if you really want to get into it, like, She-Hulk is very, like, if you read on her backstory, she's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Promiscuous? Whorish? Hoeish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how they do that. You the hoe for show? Yeah, it was in the trailer where like she picked up a dude and like takes her takes him away. Oh my god, dude, so that was hilarious. I'm curious to see if that's what they're I mean, hopefully, you know, we want to see these characters done upright. You oh know? fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, we do. I so when it came to Moon Knight, and this is kind of spoilery, so spoilers! Um <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need we just well, i need a poster yeah. i'm gonna spoiler I'll alert we'll have a poster and every time it's like spoiler alert i'll just yeah. cover a screen real quick spoilers but notes. um with moon notes. knight i was kind of i was kind of confused why they changed stephen grant so drastically well but yeah, it makes sense because, uh, yes and no like they didn't want another Batman on their hands. However, yeah. you turned him from from a billionaire filmmaker philanthropist to a, a gift shop British gift shop employee a... who was down on his luck and hated his life. He probably right, would have like... put a shotgun in his mouth and if Mark and Moon Knight didn't save him. You uh you've got yeah, you, you completely took him from, you know, your Bruce Wayne, not even Batman, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because if you think about it, those 
to me, those are two set entirely separate characters. Bruce right. Wayne is Bruce Wayne. Batman is Batman. You don't have a hundred percent, you know, the vice versa. So it goes with the same for me for Stephen Grant mm -hmm. and Moon Knight. You know, Stephen Grant, obviously, millionaire, philanthropist, blah, blah, blah. Right. So to 180 his character, I was so confused. I'm like, yeah, it, it was a little this, weird. Like, who is it? Like, is he just kind of undercover for some reason? You that, know? That's what I was thinking they were going to go with, too, is like, is is he just... Is he the mercenary that we all know and love and he's just kind of undercover for yeah. the time being? But then when he gets the phone call, he's like, who the fuck are you? When Layla yeah. calls him, like, who the yeah. fuck are you? Like, it makes it seem like he's been trapped as Stephen Grant for at yeah. least a few years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It also kind of sounds like he survived the snap as well. Because the I, was that discussed at all? It I wasn't discussed, like, but when right. Steven created the, the Mr. Knight uh, costume, when mm -hmm. he created the suit because it's what he thought was cool, uh, yeah. when he creates that, if you'll I notice, that, by the way, it's I so love cool that you've got, you know, the typical Moon Knight costume mm -hmm. and then the Mr. Knight. I love that they brought that in. Like, oh, that was yeah. a very good twist. I, I'm very glad that they brought him in, and I thought it was kind of exciting how they. Like for each personality, they they it was like a specific suit. So for Mark, you got the Moon Knight, um, yeah. the royal armor. Yeah. And then with Steven, you got the dapper gentleman in a three-piece white suit with a cloth mask and stitching mm -hmm. up it. it. It looked awesome. It was a really cool idea, a really smart idea on their part to kind of differentiate the two um i i i was kind of worried about that because i mean with the mental health aspect with with moon knight he's yep. got disassociative identity disorder yep i thought that they were gonna fuck that up because that is it's not an easy mental illness to recreate and put on screen now no i mean Oscar Isaac literally Brilliant. had to play Brilliant. two different characters throughout the entire show. Yeah. He it, it wasn't like he was just changing his accent with different mannerisms. No. He was two different characters different yeah. the entire fucking show. And I mean that that's insane. You know not many no. people could pull that off. Again, spoiler. Do I don't know for a fact, but does Jake have his own suit as well? I don't know. Or is it the same as the normal armor? Well, so in the comic books, if I'm not mistaken, because I have not read all the comic books, but if I'm not mistaken, each individual personality does not have its own suit. Gotcha. So okay. Steven also wears the moon knight armor right and yeah, yeah, mark yeah. can also wear the mr knight armor gotcha. mr knight in the comic books is basically a detective he works with the police 
uh, to solve murders and other horrific crimes and stops them in the way that he knows how. Um, okay. He's not as violent as Armored Up Moon Knight, but he's also not a saint. You know what I mean? And I he's not British. Yeah, he's... Every one of his personalities, at least the three main, I believe, are all American accents. Gotcha. Okay. So, that makes sense then. I do. I did notice, though, in the final episode, that Jake is kind of taking on the role of comic book version of Stephen Grant because. So, Look at that uh, Rolls Royce, that. bro. Yeah, How the fuck did he afford because that? Because I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, you, you 180'd Steven's character. Fine. You know, you don't want another banner, blah, blah, blah. But then you still bring in Steven's Rolls right. limo at the end. And I'm like, but you don't have that character anymore. Where did limo come from? Right, right. Exactly. No. Like, I was like, all right, whatever. So I, I, think... I love that character, like Jake's character, because he doesn't care. Oh yeah, he does not care. You mm -hmm. can tell by the way he just chucks Moro in the the limo and then kicks the uh, wheelchair away. Oh my god! Just like, those little touches <laughs> to that character. It was so good. Well, I mean, throughout the show, even the creators of the show said that Jake Lockley was there from the beginning. The, a lot of people were saying that. Uh, yeah. A lot of people were saying that when he asked out his coworker on a date, that was actually the Jake personality Jake, yep. kind of impregnating Steven's brain with his thoughts. Well, so, if, you, if you think back to, um, was it the second episode where it happened? So there was a few times throughout the entire series where like, uh, Steven would have a blackout or, you know, a transfer in cognitive yeah. reality. Right. And he would ask, Mark, like, was that you? And Mark's like, that wasn't me. Uh-huh, yep. So that happened throughout the entire series, and you're thinking, well, who's this third character? Well, Exactly, you know, and then we find out a, that it was Jake. Yeah, it was Jake the entire time. Yeah. Because, again, Jake is Mark and Steven put together into this one BA character, and he'll kill everybody, which he did. So. Right, exactly. So I think that's pretty cool that... uh they're kind of splicing the two characters that we actually saw on screen together mm -hmm. yeah, and creating this whole twist on Jake because in the comic books, Jake is a cab driver yep. and it looks like in the show, he's still going to be a driver, but not necessarily a cab driver. He's going to be some kind of rich chauffeurish, Yeah. Person. Like chauffeurish yeah. assassin that drives Khonshu around and yeah. You know anybody else that gets involved with Moon Knight, mm -hmm. so I think that's really cool that they're 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 kind of stepping outside of the realm of the norm for comic book fans while still keeping it relative because yeah. Arthur Harrow is in two fucking issues in the comic books. He is not a big character at all, no, and they no, they not. made him an entire character like a cult, almost like a cult leader of. Ahmet is the true way to balance out the world. And if we keep her locked away, then there won't be any true balance of good and evil. And if you're evil, you're not going to get to see the world yeah. be reborn, which be I thought was fucking and it's, awesome. You know, purest form, basically. 
Like I, I yeah. thought that that was so cool. You know, I was a little upset that they didn't use uh, Bushwhacker, Bushmaker. No, I don't think he makes bush. He likes to kill people. Whack bush, make bushes. The the dude, the dude. He mentions him in an episode, which I which I liked a lot. But like, he is one of Moon Knight's biggest enemies, like one of his biggest rivals. You right. know, so to see him not being used in the first season, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. But uh, I mean, I, I'm happy that there was mention of him. It's Raul Bushman. Yes, is his name. Bushman, not Bushwhacker or Bushmaker. <laughs> He's not whacking or making bushes. No. He is a man picture. made out of bushes. Hell yeah. I knew his name had the word bush in it. <laughs> So I, I think they did two really good things with that show. One being the uh, associative disorder. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they played that very well. Um, oh, it was incredible. You know, the, bringing the mental illness, obviously that's a huge issue with a lot of um, people. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that bringing that into modern comic shows, just TV shows in general, but I think they did a really good job at portraying that. 100%. Um, and then also we have what I think is our first Egyptian Egyptian heroess yeah. in TV and film. Yeah. The Red Scarab, I think her name yep. was, right? Yep. Layla. Yeah. yeah. And is she, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, she's not a comic book character. She is a... I think that's one of those where they made it, like made the Like she's an original character. Show. Yes. So that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right about the the uh, mental the mental health aspect because we haven't we haven't had any other uh, Marvel shows or even DC shows that really dive into mental illness the way that Moon Knight did, and yeah. to to target one of one of the yeah. most difficult mental illnesses to recreate for somebody that does not have the mental illness is extreme. It was extremely difficult to do and they got the right person to do it because Oscar Isaac is an incredible actor. 100%. I mean, his range for it's so um, good. characters is crazy. And he did play a good apocalypse. For any of you that thought that he was a bad apocalypse and X-Men apocalypse, fuck yourself. I'm sorry, that was rude. This is going on that a was aggressive. This is going on multiple We're trying to platforms. Win these people over, bros. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I'm well, apparently there's a character named Abdul Fowl. Uh-huh. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He was Scarlet Scarab, and he was the protector of Egypt. Hmm. So I'm wondering if that's a, it's a playoff mm -hmm. it could be yeah they just kind of switched it up a little bit yeah which you know we've seen that before so what was her last name do you remember Layla's no I don't, I don't remember There's a lot of stuff coming out, dude. I, I've still got the list pulled up. You ready to hear some of this shit? Um, I'm, you know, 
I had it pulled up and I lost it. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I mean, we got Deadpool 3, obviously. We know that that's been being worked on for a while. They're trying to figure out an R-rated way to bring it into Disney without yep. hurting people's feelings. Uh, Blade. Bro, so I'm so I excited. Am, you know, I love Wesley Snipes. You can't not like Wesley Snipes' Blade. 100%. He's we grew so up fucking with, good. Again, growing up. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. Growing up with these characters or these actors who played these characters, you mm -hmm. did they did fantastic, I think, with the blades. Oh yeah. The, the second one, meh, was a little iffy, but still love them. I am really curious to see this new guy. Um, I think he's an excellent actor. Well, so. I mean, he played Cottonmouth in season one of Luke Cage, and he was yeah. amazing. So I I think that I think that they put Blade into the hands of the right person. I'm just... I, what I'm really hoping for is that they give Blade or they give Wesley Snipes a cameo appearance in the show or the film, right. that'd be, whatever I they that'd do. that'd be interesting. I think it'd be like kind of like a passing down, as, as it, so to yeah. speak, of the sword type situation. Right, exactly. Like I mean, they Blade did it. Blade is not necessarily him you know it's right. the persona you take on I right think it'd right be a cool twist on the whole thing i mean they did it with nolan north in the uncharted film nolan north for those of you that don't know is the voice actor for nathan drake the character that tom holland portrays mm -hmm. in the film and nolan north is featured in the film in a short cameo that's kind of like a passing of the torch type of situation where they talk about uh, just falling out of an airplane. I didn't, I never saw the movie, but I looked up the Nolan North cameo because Nolan North is one of my favorite voice actors. Right. Yeah. But, um, I haven't seen the movie either. They pulled it up and they were talking about like falling out of a plane and, you know, Nolan North makes a comment where he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I fell out of a plane once. Like, and I, he was referring, it was one of the games he was referring to, but I know that he, he yeah, like, they, he they, like they fell out of a train. Teamed. Yeah. Well, they, he fell out of a uh, plane as well in the okay. games. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was like a nice little passing of the torch type That's of call cool. out to him. However, I will say Tom Holland was a horrible choice for Nathan Drake. He's so, too fucking young. Yeah. And then you've got. Wahlberg as Sully. And so I'm like, fucking bad. So I, bad. Them as actors, I love. Oh, 100%. But for those two, I felt like there was a lot better options out there. Right. We were introduced to Nathan Drake and Sully when they were already much older, you know? I mean, the, obviously... You know, Sully was probably in, what, his late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. And then Nathan Drake was... Definitely in his late twenties to early thirties. Early thirties, okay, I'll give you that. At least yeah. in the first game, in the first yeah. game he was in his like late late twenties, early thirties. I, I haven't even seen any reviews for that movie to be honest. Like, Me I neither. Paid any attention? I've just heard word of mouth, and I've heard nothing very good about it. I mean, here's the That's thing: you have there are two people that come to mind that would have knocked it out of the park okay for nathan drake you got nathan philly and the motherfucker looks exactly like nathan drake mm -hmm. you put a side-by-side -side shot of of nathan philly yeah. and nathan drake it's 
if from far away you wouldn't be able to tell who was who Nathan yeah. Fillion is like 50 but the man looks like he's no older than 42 43 watch him be 42 or 43 <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think and then um oh for uh for Sully the I know who I would have picked personally and I think he just yeah literally just passed away not too long ago but you go ahead um okay so the actor for sully Conchu, the guy that voiced Conchu. f murray abraham looks exactly like sully f murray abraham i mean, oh, okay okay pull up pull up nathan fillion dude tell me this guy doesn't look oh, just yeah, like nathan drake i know exactly who you're talking about yeah like nathan fillion's 51 years old so he could get away with doing a trilogy within a 10 year span, you know, because he looks younger. Right. I mean, See, oh yeah. 100%. Dude. Like he looks William just Hurt. like him. William Hurt. William Hurt. All right. Let's... Yeah. As Sully. As Sully. Okay. Yep. Oh, not William Hurty. <laughs> William a Hurt? picture of him with a mustache and like gray slicked back hair is exactly what I'm looking at. Oh, that was uh General Ross. Yeah, that was Thunderbolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. Okay. I think I mean if you look at a picture of Sully next to the picture of William Hurt as Ross, dude, it's it is so good. I I could have seen him as Sully. Yeah. I could have, I could see him as Sully. Absolutely. Did you realize that we've talked about like 15 different topics? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, welcome. Again, if you're enjoying this, this is what we're about. We're this is what it's going to be, man. Self with reality is where we're at. Like, this is, yeah. We're, we're not even, we're not professional podcasts. Like we have no nope. fucking clue what we're, we're doing, but however, that's we're like, nerds. That's like the best thing ever though. I mean, yeah, we, we can have an intro, but at the end of the day, we don't really always need an intro for every video because like, this is just who we are, bro. I mean, yep. you know, there, there's so many podcasters out there that are like, they're trying so damn hard to keep the appeal of their respective topics. They're, yeah. they're you and I, it's, we're nerds, dude. We're just normal people. Like this is who we are. We've we're into this shit. We're into the fucking superheroes and everything. I mean, I know a lot about superheroes, but I also don't know a lot about superheroes at the same time. Like yeah. Doug knows Case way more about Iron Man about me. He knows more about Thor than I do. Let me just dig in real quick. Just just to give you a Oh, real quick. Let's you see. look through Marvel. I'll look through DC. Yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna make a perfect example here. I'll you try to find a character I've never heard of. I'll find one. Okay. So have you watched Shield? I have not. I know this is bringing another <laughs> into it, but. 
I'm curious to see how the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider was. That's the that's the version of Ghost Rider that drives a muscle car, yeah. Yes. He's a pretty cool character. Ooh. Speaking of Reyes. Reyes. Oh, I got one that you might not know. I'm gonna hold on to that. <laughs> I mean, you can tell, like. All right, yeah, I got one. Um, this is what I'm going with. All right, hit me with it. <laughs> what you got? Okay, so I'll give you some stats on it first. Okay. Okay. His first appearance was X Factor. Okay. Issue number 30. Mm hmm. From July 1988. Okay. Um, his real name is Peter, last name unknown. Occupation Warrior. <laughs> Base is mobile. He's seven foot one. Good lord. Weight, eyes, and hair unrevealed. His name. <laughs> Orphan maker. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so <laughs> as far as uh, special powers and abilities, right? Orphan maker. Like, how do you say Orphan that maker. seriously? Orphan maker. That's what I imagine his voice sounds like. Orphan maker. It's the. Oh, no. It's the orphan maker. <laughs> they call me the orphan maker. <laughs> Fear me. <laughs> he carries an arsenal of guns. Armored battle suit protects against most damage. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. This man is a Gundam. <laughs> He's a seven foot Gundam is what he is. Oh my God, bro. Never seen. Here, I'll just give you the rundown because it's a very short. Okay. Never seen out of his armored battle suit. The orphan maker <laughs> was once a mutant child named Peter. <laughs> Peter was the subject of a cruel experiments of Mr. Sinister, which we know. Yes. We know Mr. Sinister. Yes, we know who that is. Did not know he made, made orphans. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made orphans. <laughs> Who planned to kill the boy when he had no further use for him. The cyborg known as Nanny. I can't make this up. Saved Peter and... Let's see. Adoctrinated him into her philosophy of rescuing mutant children from the threats of both real and imaginary. Oh my god. What? The Nanny's lost boys and girls... Oh, no, I'm sorry. As the first of the nannies, the lost boys and girls, Orphan Maker abducted young mutants and killed their parents. <laughs> clashing with X-Factor and Generation X. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, apparently, he's uh, now I'm too deep. Now he, he was a part of a group called The Order. The order. I need to find I need to find a good one for you. What the fuck is that thing? 
that. I'm so glad I stumbled across that, by the way. <laughs> there are there's some really good ones in here, but like people know who they are. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this one's good. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. This character's debut was New Teen Titans Volume 1, number Ooh. 16, February 1982. Okay. Real name, Rodney Rabbit. Oh, come on. Base, House of Heroes Satellite, Earth 26. Okay. Six feet in height, eyes white, hair white. His name? Peter Rabbit. Captain Carrot. Oh my God. <laughs> I was thinking it had to do the, the fact that she said his hair was white, his eyes were white. It had to do with something bunny related so, or rabbit related. Here we go. Powers and abilities. Eating cosmic carrots bestows Rodney with temporary superpowers. His allies are Superman. His enemies, Starro the Conqueror, Frogzilla, Lord Havoc, the Gentry, Affiliations, the Zoo Crew, Justice Incarnate, Multiversity. And I'll give you a quick little rundown of the character. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. His suit is kind of badass. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a quick rundown. It, it looks like Superman Bugs Bunny. It really does, right, bro. I'll give you a rundown. With this voice. Oh, no. A rabbit from an alternate reality of cartoon characters. Rodney was a mild-mannered cartoonist until he ate a cosmic carrot. As super-powered Captain Carrot, he joined the zoo crew. Over many wacky adventures, they encountered both Superman and Starro the Conqueror. When their world was threatened, the zoo crew took its inhabitants to New Earth, where they changed into ordinary animals. Carrot became a stage rabbit before regaining his powers and helping fight Darkseid during the final crisis. He is Earth-26's member in the pan. Multiversal Super Team Justice Incarnate. They battled the Gentry in their Oblivion machine and fought the Legion of Doom when Earth's heroes attempted to repair the ruptured source wall. His name is... Captain Carrot. Mm-hmm. How much crack were these people on? in the 80s <laughs> like i really need to know now like i know that was big back then yeah right <laughs> there's some fucking wild ass names some doozies, man there's, there's some, some good ones like okay there's a character named bouncing boy i i think i have heard of that one and then you got budica oh budica we're trying to make this pg what are you talking <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Like what is I don't what's up with some of these characters? Who the fuck is man? Blue Devil. I I've heard of Blue Devil. I have heard that. What are his abilities or her abilities? Yep, his abilities. Oh my god, he's tall. Six foot eight. His allies are Detective Chimp, Nightmaster, and Red Devil. Okay, so I was flipping through this book the other day, and you know a character I, I kind of want to see now that I've seen it in this book? Amatsu Mikaboshi. And he is the god of evil. Let me see a picture of him. Uh, Marvel book, page 16. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is these are the, like he showed you, these are the books we'll be going through. And uh, there's quite a few characters. It's every Marvel and every DC character. Oh, yeah. Matsu Mikaboshi. Yeah, that guy looks awesome. Dude, he's so fucking cool looking. An immortal god with superhuman strength, endurance, and vulnerability and speed. He can manipulate magical energy and change shape at will. He can also teleport and fly. He is fucking badass, bro. Yeah. All right, back to the... Gotta go back to the DC book. Yeah. But no, like, this is... I mean, we could do a, uh... We could do a... Character. Let's... All right, so how about this? We're rolling up on an hour. Or you're, you're at an hour, I'm not. Yes. <laughs> So how about this, ladies and gentlemen? We will end off on a versus. So that's going to be one of our main things we're going to do as well as we'll, we'll do verses throughout the entire mm -hmm. podcast. You pick a character. I'll pick a character. Okay. We'll compare. And then we can either leave it to our viewers or we can come up with our own opinion on who we think would be, you know, end all be on. Well, I was thinking we'll come up with an opinion but also they'll come up with an opinion and how do we want to do this do we want to leave teams out of it so like yeah, single characters okay single, single characters. characters okay because in uh unless we do a team versus team yeah obviously if it's like the justice league versus the avengers or whatever that's fine but if it's like a random fucking team that no one's heard of we could always like we're, we're, we'll just stick with like single characters and like certain teams. Okay, so let me let me run this by you. And obviously, we would like your guys as you all's companion. A, a companion? What the? Opinion. Good lord. <laughs> I've got a. I can do a random wheel generator. Okay. And pick a number. You know, however many pages there are and run a, a wheel generator okay or whatever whatever page it lands on we pick a character from that page we could do that yeah we can I do mean, that you know we can do it however hundreds of ways but yeah yeah i think that could work Let's we see. we pick a character from a page how about this you and i right now mm -hmm. we'll just We'll pick a page and then we'll pick a character off of that page. Like without okay. the wheel generator, because there's like 8,000 pages. I know that's where I'm at. Like, 
I've got a. How many pages does the DC book have? Uh, like 400 something. Uh, 383. Okay, I've got 47 or 437. And also, here's so. what we'll do too, Doug. So today you're going to do a Marvel versus, I'm going to do a DC yep. versus. Next podcast, I'll do a Marvel, you do a DC, just to like switch things up. I'm good with it. Word. So what page okay. would you like to choose? And then I will flip to that page. Um, 287. 287? Yep. All right. All right. <laughs> what kind of characters we got on here? Okay, I got a couple characters on here. And I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> this one might be an onslaught. I'm not going to lie. All right. Like not even in the character sense. Like obviously there, uh, if you don't know, there is a character named onslaught. That's where that joke was going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so do you want, to, want me to give you a little biography on my character? Yeah, that's what we'll do. We're going to give off. Uh, will I give the debut, the height, weight, abilities okay. and all that shit okay so i am gonna choose i'm gonna choose this guy because he looks fucking cool this go. guy's name is johnny sorrow and here's a uh picture let's see this guy right there in the all red at the top okay he's got like a suit yeah, 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 this guy. He looks fucking awesome. Johnny okay. Sorrow is his name. So, he was debuted in Secret Origins of Supervillains number 199. Or number 1, 1999. Uh, six foot okay. one, weighs 192. Uh, oh my god. These are the dumbest fucking powers I've ever heard. <laughs> His uncovered face fatally shocks viewers. <laughs> Teleportation and intangibility. His allies are Despero, the King of Tears. And his enemies are the Justice Society of America, the Imagine Justice that. League, and Amanda Waller. Just Amanda Waller. Yep. So was he part of the Suicide Squad at some he point? He was, uh, yes, at one point he was a part of the Suicide Squad as well. As well. Okay. So so his uncovered face. His uncovered face will fuck you up. <laughs> Is, that's what I got out of that one. I, 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 I heard nothing else, but that his uncovered face will f destroy you. Stop you in your tracks. That's a, that you see a, that ugly know, motherfucker? Your mother can love. That's the fate. Oh my oh, god! Shit. It's hideous. And he just dropped dead. Can you imagine that someone takes off their mask and you're just like this, bro? Just <laughs> you just fucking drop. <laughs> All right, who's who? You got? Um, I'm gonna read you his biography, and uh, I'll let you guess. How about that? Okay. So uh, his first appearance 
mm -hmm. was Tales to Astonish, number 27. Okay. January 1962. Damn. He is six foot tall, 185 pounds, blue eyes, blonde hair. So that really doesn't give you much. Uh, uh, all that tells me is that he might have been chosen by Hitler at some point in his life. <clears throat> right, right, right. Um, his base... Anywhere from the Avengers compound in LA to the Cree skill in New York. Okay. His occupation is an adventurist, biochemist, roboticist, mm -hmm. and the manager of the Avengers compound. <laughs> <laughs> he is a doctor. And uh, he goes by a few different names depending on, um, I guess, the iteration of this character. Okay. Um, he, he could go uh, as Goliath, Yellow Jacket, or the one, the only, Hank Pym. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> so, who who would you... Who would you say wins that fight? I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I got to give it to your guy for being able to look at people and just distract them. <laughs> Fucking Johnny Sorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't go against Hank. So, well, I mean, what about Hank? Like, are we talking, like, is Hank Goliath, Yellow Jacket, or Ant-Man, or is he just the lowly janitor? Dude, this is Hank Pym. This isn't, you know, like Ant-Man. This is Hank Pym at himself. So he's literally all of those, you know, through throughout the entirety of the comic universe. Right. He was all three. He was Ant-Man, Giant-Man, and yeah. Goliath. Um, so... Obviously, you, you know as well as I do that when Hank Pym kind of hung up the towel that other people took up the, like, Goliath. Right. Um, and obviously we've had Scott Lang and I think like one or two others have taken something McDaniel or whatever or McPherson yeah, something. Um But yeah, are we talking I mean his literal as far as Hank Pym goes, like as an individual, you know, out of the suit. He, he's just an average guy, right? Yeah. Suit, it, it's kind of the same concept as Iron Man, you know. Without the suit, what are you? Mm -hmm. Billionaire playboy philanthropist, right? Right. You can punch a playboy in the mouth. You can also look a man in the mouth, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, same with Hank, you know? Right. Like, as Ant-Man? Yes, Ant-Man. As Ant-Man, he would probably win in a fight because he as can... As any of them. Yeah, as any of them. Of case. Right. But as Hank but Pym? If you came across Hank Pym... Now... You got to play into the fact that he's a genius as well. So if this yeah. dude came across Hank Pym and was like talking shit to him, I don't see a, a chance of him just like, gotcha, bitch, you know? Right. <laughs> but, but how do you avoid looking at somebody's face? Like, right. if I walk up to you and I'm wearing a mask and I'm like, surprise, motherfucker, you just turned yeah. to stone. Like, it's. It's the same concept as um, when Scarlet Witch bewitched the all the Avengers, right? Yeah. He she did it to 
Thor and Hulk, and that's why Hulkbuster came out and had to, you know. Right. So as a single individual, if a you know, say I'm Hank Pym, if a guy walked up to me and was like, Yeah, that's my face, and it's peekaboo, you know, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um unfortunately, he would he'd be fucked. Yeah. But like, I mean I, I think as a individual person that's just the way that you can't look at it as oh he's got his powers right no, you literally walked up to this man on the street or in his office and you know yeah how many times do we see that where you catch a, a superhero off guard and they're you know incapacitated for whatever reason honestly more often than it's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean that's where we see our heroes you know when they're comfortable, you know, when they get comfortable, yeah. they're like, oh, I'm good. And then right. they're done, you know? So uh, uh, amazingly enough, I think I have to give it to your guy. <laughs> Fair I enough, mean, bro. I agree. It, now, in, in the argument of... He's a you, regular Hank Pym, not like... It's just Hank Pym. Okay. And I say that, I don't, I don't mean that like, oh, it's just Hank Pym. No. Right. Because he is a genius. He's a scientist. He's a very brilliant person. But if you're going to catch the guy on the street and, you know, I don't know if he could react fast enough to be like, oh, I can't look at this guy because it's not like he's going to know his powers immediately. Right. So he's going to look the man in the face and be like, boom. <laughs> gotcha. So, Fair enough. Know, unfortunately. Fair enough. I like that. Um, Yeah. Do you think this is a good time to stop? Yeah. Cool, man. Well. All right. That's it. I I I think this was a good first one. I'm gonna oh, have yeah. to cut out a little bit, but like yeah. the very beginning, but very beginning, it yeah, was yeah, a good yeah. it was a good one. So I yeah. mean not not this upcoming weekend, but next Sunday we will be back with the official episode. Episode the, one. This yeah. is episode zero. This is episode zero. This is like the Maybe intro. We'll have a new name. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll think about it. I mean like I said, Hero Hour, that's the only one that I came up with in the seven months leading up to today. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah, but that was also, that was me thinking about it on my own, you know? That was yeah, not yeah. having somebody else to work it with me. So, I also do have an idea for how we'll do, like, our intro. Yeah. But I'll, I'll talk to you as soon as we end the thingy thing. That works. So, all right, brother. I just want to say, yeah. From me, from Brones, thank you all for joining us. Hopefully, you stuck around. Hopefully, you learned something. Hell yeah. If you have any opinions, if you have any comments, let us know. We're 100%. people. 100%. <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. We have this, <laughs> we got this working title podcast in the top right <laughs> cor go. left corner. There you go. I can't get over it. But thank you guys so much for watching. Like Doug said, hopefully you guys learned a little bit something. We're going to talk about these guys that are behind me because these are some of the best, in my opinion. Some of my favorites. You got Iron Man over there. There's going to be so many fucking things that we talk about on this podcast. And we might even go off the rails and talk about some crazy shit, too, that is not yeah. superhero or comic book related. Because, yeah. again, the word hero, the word villain, they are a very vast, wide open landscape. It's, it's not just, group. yeah, it, it's, it's a very, very big group that can fall under those two words. So yep. we're going to, we're definitely going to have some fun with this podcast, but 
Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Peace.